Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all but feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. What's happening? <sighs> well, you know, identity in increases, you know, up leveling, you know, processing trauma from the last year and a half. What what isn't up, right? Just stuff going on. Little details. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. Little little things. Little things. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, yeah. we're not alone today, are we? We're not. And it's not ghosts. <laughs> 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 well, them too. Them too. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> That's what wards are for. Now, now we've actually got a guest today. I'm super excited to have her on the podcast. Her name is Sigourney Bell, and she is a divine feminine goddess. And we are. I've been reading her book, Wild Business, and it is amazing. And she's got uh, some some concepts around the feminine that I really want you guys to know about. And so I'm just going to going to tell you a little bit about her. She is a, an internationally successful spiritual powerhouse. Um, she's disrupting traditional business models. She's elevating consciousness and leadership. She is em empowering bold femininity and helping thousands of clients uncovered their unique and authentic purpose and genius. I am so excited to have her on the podcast. Sigourney, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to have a discussion with you this morning. So we're, we're talking around the world to each other because you're in, where are you again? 
I'm in Western Australia, actually, in a little town north of Perth. A city, I should say, not a town, but yeah. yeah so, so it's eight in the morning, your time, and eight at night, our time. So we are in, in, directly in alignment here. So we are crossing the globe to talk about the divine feminine, which I love, right? So in your book, you talk about the feminine frequency formula, and I want you to tell us what that is and where you discovered it, how you came upon it, what what made it fly for you. Yeah, for a start, I think it's just ironic and, and slightly hilarious that it's called the feminine frequency formula because <laughs> there's, there's no formula for the feminine. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I often have a giggle about that actually. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's a modality that I've created that I train people in and have been for the past six years. And it, uh, basically teaches people about the nature of the feminine, how to access that and how to also, yeah, how to, how to journey that. And if we're looking at the feminine, as I said before, there's no formula to the feminine. And even to speak about the feminine is a little bit, you know, controversial because she's a felt alive experience and she's something that arises in the moment. And actually there's no way of boxing her in or putting her into some kind of construct or labeling her. She's the, like, if we look at nature, she's um, the direct, that's, that's, that's what she is. She is nature and nature is constantly changing and shifting. One minute, you know, we might be experiencing some kind of hurricane then the next minute might be you know completely calm and sunny and that's that's her she's um (laughs) there's many faces of the goddess and the minute we try and describe her or define her actually she's she's lost in in native american culture many of the native i don't want to lump everybody together but in many native american cultures they actually refer to her as divine mystery which i've always loved yeah yeah, beautiful. And that's the the training school is is a fem- feminine mystery school. So really it's a deep dive into uh, the body and into the subconscious realms and into what we call the darkness because that's where she emerges from when we drop out of the realms of consciousness and we drop into this space of the mystery, then actually everything that's arising in the moment can actually be be heard, felt, experienced. And so when I'm talking about formula, it's really the formula to actually deconstruct the paradigms of the mind and everything that we believe to be true to drop into actually what's the current saying what's what's really alive what's what's wanting to move through me and express through me and um yeah that's that's really what 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 the feminine frequency formula is about it's the gate it's teaching the gateways to accessing that part of the self which is a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and you're talking our language here because we've we've talked about the divine feminine and the darkness and great mystery a lot on the podcast. So you are speaking to the choir here. We we are we are part of the the uh, the uh, the understanding of this. So uh, we're thrilled to go a little deeper with you. So um, now you have tied this to business in the form of your book, Wild Business. So tell me how those two correlate for you. My journey with business was not conventional. I never actually wanted to, I never sat down and was like, okay, I'm going to 
going to create a business now. Here's my business plan. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I see for myself. It was never like that. It was really, it, it emerged from the depths of myself and of knowing that, you know, it actually started, let's just go back. It started when I was working in the hospital system, in the medical system for close to a decade. And um, I had a massive breakdown I could you could say on all all levels (laughs) and yeah I surrendered to to that and allowed that to take me and all of a sudden I had a vision of myself supporting men um in more more tantric spaces and so I just I picked up and left my job and moved moved cities and moved into a city uh, in Melbourne actually um didn't know a single person I just trusted and I trusted and the day after I got there I actually someone's social profile from from Melbourne pulled up on my Facebook feed and I just messaged them I felt this instinct to message them and we caught up for a coffee that week and she she had a studio (laughs) and and a tantric studio actually (laughs) and then that led me on my journey to exploring, well, actually working as a tantric practitioner. I'd done all my trainings previous to that. And that was really the start of me just following this primal instinctual knowing in my body of when I need to move forwards with something, when I need to just trust in in the current of life and opening to that. And since then, it's been about five to six years. And I've managed to create a business that's global in size with over 200 teachers, um, a team of 20, and I don't even know how I've done that. I've just followed these instinctual nudges, you know. A lot of people would be like, oh, so, you know, what were your steps? Like, what what can I do to help myself? I'm like, well, I can't really teach you what I did. Like, my work is in really supporting people to actually drop into a space of of deep receptivity to actually listen to their own intuition and follow that step by step because that's the way that I've done it. There's been no formula. There's been no, like I can't give people a guide of this is what you you should do because it's really so, so individualized. And the way that I teach business is led from this intuitive space. It's not you know, if you want to see someone that's going to talk to you about numbers, don't come to me. <laughs> I'll refer you to someone else. Like that might be important, but that's not what I teach. Um, so when it's when I'm talking about wild business, it's following the, the wild nature within and our primal instinctual knowing that opens us up to the mystery and that opens us up into that state of trust where everything actually unfolds for us because we're showing that we trust the universe and then everything can actually align for us in our lives. So business for me is a byproduct of that. And it's so interesting because as a child, like my vision was always, I'll live in New York, be like a columnist for a well-known magazine. I'll teach dance. (laughs) Um, And that was always my vision. And now, you know, I'm a writer for Forbes now and I I still plan on being in New York. I've had two flights booked, but they've been cancelled because of COVID. Um, but like it's all going to unfold, but I never planned, I never took, you know, strategic steps to making that happen. It was always just by following these instinctual nudges and opening up to receptivity so my intuition could come through for me and following that. And that's not a one plus two equals three formula. Like there's no way of 
<laughs> giving someone the step-by-step manual for that. So that's really what Wild Business is about. It's about me teaching people how to actually deconstruct their own you know, rigidity, I guess, and to be able to come into this state of openness where the universe can speak to us and we can listen to that and then trust in what's coming through and know that everything unfolds perfectly, but not usually in the way that we think it's going to. (laughs) Almost never. Never. (laughs) Never. And usually not on the same timeline either. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Yeah. Speaking as someone who went on walkabout for a whole year, I, I could tell you for certain that that is the case. Yes. Um, and so, you know, just just so you know who you're talking to, I mean, you're talking to an audience of control freaks. We love to control things and, in, in, you know, um, and so, you know, the, the the controlling mechanism is usually the biggest barrier to to stepping into the feminine. Right. Um, and that and the need to understand because you, I, I, I talked to them about it. I was like, look, you know, we do the masculine side and we strip away and then we do the, the fe- and we understand within the masculine side. Right. And then we do the feminine side, which is to step into the darkness and experience. Right. And, you know, you can't go in and look for the light switch to understand. Right. So, so, you know, the understanding and the control piece is the piece that we talk about a lot on here. So if you were to give the people in the audience one thing that they might do that would be helpful for them in letting go of control or letting go of the need to understand, what would be something you would share with them? Okay, there's two things coming through, but one is learning to have a self-pleasure practice where you're actually liberating the, the energies of in your pelvis and your sexual energies and your primal energies and you're actually learning how to move those through your body effectively because that essentially that is the storehouse of the feminine or that is where she lives and when we unleash her and allow her to move through our bodies and we actually let go of the control of the body because that's where often you know the rigidity in the mind's a reflection of the rigidity in the body that we're holding um, so actually if we free the body up and we can breathe more deeply and feel ourselves, then we're less likely to control everything that's happening in the external because our internal world is freed up. And so people are trying to <laughs> reverse the control through through the mind and through ways that they, they're still in some ways controlling the situation. But when we actually unleash this primal fire and this 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 um, Shakti energy, it actually, that will just destroy any cold control mechanisms we're holding onto in our bodies. So, um, which is then reflected in a freer mind as well, because they're, they're actually one, they work, they work together. And that's for men and for women, just so we're clear that, that you're, it's not just the Shakti energy for women, it's for men as well, right? Both. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be clear so that everybody understands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, both um, both men and women have a feminine nature and it is, it's just, it's a quality. It's these qualities of instinct, of prime, that primordial energy of um, that deep feeling nature, um, that emotive nature. So, yeah, both men and women. Okay. Um, actually... I don't know if we want to go there, but the portal for men for the feminine is often actually through their their prostate and that that pathway, and that innovates a different nerve pathway that actually 
drops them into their feminine nature and exploring that that within a man actually can have a very powerful powerful effect on his actual connection to to his feminine side do i speak about that yeah i'll bring that in (laughs) um (laughs) the other thing i would say is start just you know doing things that you normally wouldn't so instead of like if you've got like a really set routine and just start start with small things like drive a different way to work or do something you know that you normally wouldn't and start to actually kind of fragment your routine a little bit so that it disrupts your normal patterning and control mechanisms that is another way to do it like I like to try and go and work in different locations so I'm not I'm not sticking to this rigid routine that keeps me feeling safe and I'm like yeah externally I'm actually um alternating and um yeah following different pathways as well if you were to talk to people who are running a business right now and you were to give them one piece of advice for how to be more intuitive in their business what would you say there because that one's that one's a big one for people Mm, so I, I start immediately with cleaning up your space, like cleaning up your space, your environment, um, and your inner world, like your inner world and your outer world are a direct reflection of one another. Anyway, um, you might know Marie Kondo's work around this, but, um, (laughs) I'm a big like advocate for like the like the more minimalist and the less you have going on, the the more you can hear the subtleties and what's coming and emerging through you. So if there's so much busyness going on, which is like represented in our external environment as well and how much we have going on in our in our days, then there's actually not space and time to be able to hear what's wanting to come through. So the first step is just clear your space, create space for yourself make sure you've got time throughout the week where you're actually just either alone or you're, you know, in your own inner, like with your own inner world. That's the first step. Then we can look at meditating and all of those other things. But I think people get overwhelmed with where to start. And I think if they try and um, add all of these things to their plate and, you know, try to meditate for an hour then and it doesn't work, then they just give in. So I think starting small and, you know, just clearing everything out and, doing a life audit basically as well. Like, you know, where are you putting your time and energy that's not actually of value to you? Do a values alignment. Um, the more you start to eliminate distractions in your life, the more you can actually become in tune with your inner world. So that's where I would start. It's so funny that you say that because about uh, three and a half weeks ago, which was just before, actually, I think just before I got the the message from uh, your your people about being on the podcast and we, we agreed to do this. Um, I started making space in my life and, you know, to just sit and be and to contemplate who I wanted to be as a business owner and, and who I was becoming as a business owner and just opening up and exploring different options. And, and what has happened in the last three weeks is that I've been getting message after message, after message, after message, after message, after message, and it's just come hot and heavy and the more I open to it, the more it shows up. And, the, and so, so it's like, you know, you brought your energy in and I'm already surfing it. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, 
and it, it's and it's opening up massive doorways for me right now. So yeah, I I, I totally am in alignment with everything you're saying. Um, and you know, I'm I'm about three quarters. And we talked about this before we got on the on the call uh, that um, I'm about three quarters of the way through your book, and I love it. And so mm-hmm. you know, if you guys haven't picked up a copy of Wild Business and you are a business owner, you really want to pick it up. It's very good. For those of us who come from backgrounds where control was necessary, um, I, I will say that that it is worth the effort to get past your control patterns on this. Mm. It's worth the effort to just get still. And even if you can only do it for two or three minutes at a shot, do it for two or three minutes at a shot. Eventually, it'll be three to five minutes. Eventually, it'll be five to ten. You'll just work your way up. The more you can step away from your screens, the more you can be with with the question, be with the, you know, who do I want to be? Be with the, what do I want my business to be? When, who do I, who do I want to be in my business? Right. That sort of thing. It's, it's just fantastic. Um, and the work that you're doing is so necessary in the business world because it's so structured and controlled and it's so like, mm, and, and everybody's saying the same thing. And especially for those of us who do spiritual work, it doesn't necessarily work. You know, the traditional marketing stuff. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you pay for coach it. after coach. It doesn't. I have yeah. to. Right. It just doesn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to take the alternative approach. And so I love that you've got this book out that is is so uh, indicative of that. And, you know, I talk to my my clients about the energetics of business all the time. So um, that's really super relevant. Tell us one more thing about you or your business that is uh, something that might surprise us or engage us or, you know. I think, well, I'm actually curious. I'm not, I'm not turning this back around on you, by the way, but I'm curious about you know, you say you're a spirit doctor because um, people started introducing me as a witch doctor. People were like, you know, she does so many things, but I think, you know, if we put it down to one thing, she's a witch doctor, like that's what she is. And, you know, I stepped away from the medical industry after eight years and um, realized I was a medical medium. And that was my line of work for a period of time. And I still actually work with clients with that. And yeah, so... I'm I'm a witch. <laughs> this is my formal announcement, but it's kind of the thing that yeah, when you, I feel like when you're in business and also when you're in, in a feminine space, things change so quickly um, in your business as well, and it's really hard to actually categorize what is it that I actually do. Um, and people come to me all of the time. They're like, "I know I need to work with you, but I have." no idea what it is you actually do. And I'm like, well, neither do I until you're in the space with me because <laughs> I, you know, like I, um, it's, it is about dropping into the mystery and some people come to me for business and all of a sudden actually, we're actually going into their relationship dynamics and working on that because that's actually the thing that's alive and present. That's the thing that's going to shift their business. So it's never, it's whilst I'm like, yes, I'm working with your business Sometimes it's not even about that. It's like cleaning up your inner world because when your inner world's clean and clear, um, everything else flows from that point. Everything. Absolutely true. So yeah. Yeah. I, I do the same thing. So I totally understand. Um, yeah. Whenever I talk to people, it's you never know where the conversation's going to take you. And and for the record, the spirit doctor was my way of saying witch doctor without scaring people. Mm. Because, so I'm okay with because, scaring people. Well, <laughs> in, in, 
so the I live in the U.S. and so in in Australia I probably wouldn't have worried about it, but in the U.S. there's an entire segment of people in the the Bible Belt region for whom the term witch is like problematic, right? And so shaman they didn't quite understand, which was useful um, because then they would ask and that gave me room to talk. But then people started talking about shamanism in this area as being. Um, basically equated with you do ayahuasca journeys. And I'm like, well, I don't do that. So I need to like find a different term because people are misunderstanding what I do. Right. Yeah. So I feel you with the trying to find the right term because it's very difficult. It's like, I just do what I do. Come and see me if you need me. Right. (laughs) And it's, you know, the right people find you. Right. Which is why. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, this is why we we also don't worry about competition and things like that, because, you know, you and I do very similar stuff. Doesn't matter because the right people will find the right person for them. Right. Your people are not my people. My people are not your people. And if they find you through here, great. Right. And that's just that's the way it is. Right. Competition is just a, it's a cock block too. It's like you're diverting your energy into scarcity and then that, that actually stops the clients from coming in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's something to keep in mind as, as you're thinking about your business too, right? Is that, you know, don't worry about what other people are doing. Do what you do. Be in alignment with what you do and who you are. And, and that takes care of it for you. Yeah. Right. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anything else you want to tell our readers or readers? <laughs> I'm still thinking about reading your book. That's my problem, right? <laughs> like, anybody else, you, anything else you want to tell our listeners? Uh, just, you know, now is the perfect time. Like we've, we've literally been given the circumstances to come back in and reflect on who we are as beings and what we truly desire for ourselves. You know, when the world is in chaos and falling apart, then where do we find safety? It's through coming in and through self-connection. So we're actually, it's such a beautiful opportunity right now to, to go deeply internal and to actually reconcile with ourselves and find out who we are. So just using this, this global (laughs) chaos to actually go, okay, who am I, who am I in this actually? And when you take away the external, what, what remains, what's, what's here, what is reliable. And there's, there's always something there that's holding us and supporting us. So um, that would be my last piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I've been talking about the pandemic being this big initiatory process for people. So yeah, it's totally, totally in alignment there. So um, you have a school of magic, right? I do have a school of magic. Yes. Tell us about that. <laughs> so it's a branch of, so I have the fem, my feminine mystery school. I shouldn't even say my, I have I run, <laughs> I custodian a feminine mystery school uh, called Wild Grace and I've just birthed a new baby that's starting in January called the Academia of Magic and it's a six-month deep dive which explores the foundations of magic and alchemy and herbalism and there's a, a big mishmash of different modalities kind of intertwined into this six-month journey um 
and also an element of business as well. So it supports you and also finding finding your genius pieces and actually using all of the modalities to create something of your own. I'm really passionate about that, <laughs> about supporting people to, to find their medicine and bring that into the world. So that's happening in January um, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's like an, I've integrated all of the pieces that I've been like have been swirling in my being for the past ten years, and teaching elements of medical mediumship, and working we're working with plant medicines and archetypes and um, uh, planetary archetypes, and it's yeah, it's it's going to be a very fascinating journey and deep dive into the mystery. <laughs> it's it's online. Yeah, basically everything I'm doing at the moment is online. Um, yeah, so it can reach. Yeah, covered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I can I can just drop the link with you guys for you to have a look. Um, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah but it's myself, and I'll have another uh, a couple of other teachers alongside me, the spagyric practitioner, um, and herbal alchemist coming and teaching in the group, astrologers. So yeah, there's a good mishmash of um facilitator support as well that sounds fantastic yeah so yeah. uh so we will put a link in the show notes for that we will mm -hmm. also put a link in the show notes for the wild business book and uh is there is there a separate link for the feminine frequency formula yeah, so it comes under the the Wild Grace Mystery School training initiation. So I'll, I'll send you that as well. Yep. All right, fantastic. Yeah. So, so you guys are going to have a lot to research when you get done with this podcast. <laughs> going to have to check out the show notes. That's it. As we're wrapping up, Kelly, did you want to give us a, a Kellyism here before we go out? Kellyism. Yeah. Sure. Um, so. I always come up with these on the spot. So the Kellyism for today is um, when you stand in your power, you will meet your match and you will be made more by it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Sigourney, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was wonderful or this morning <laughs> for you. <laughs> and that is we all sync up the feminine around the globe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's why my internet can't even handle it. It's just the, the bandwidth is just being drawn. Seriously. <laughs> for real. All right. That is all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Sigourney Bell, and you have been listening to Spirit Trippa. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions, with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me.
Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.